want kids, I want a family. I want to be your mum. That's all I've ever wanted. Hey, I'm Ryan, and that's my beautiful girlfriend, Bridget, and this podcast is called Am I Ready to Be a Father? Since starting this podcast series, I've had literally hundreds of people message me or comment on my Facebook page asking, are you going to speak to the How to Dad guy? If you don't know who that is, it's a legend from New Zealand named Jordan who makes these funny little how-to videos about being a dad. Uh, yeah, g'day and welcome to this uh, instructional video on how to put a baby to sleep. It's never really that easy, so the shush train, the standard blanket that you rename Blanky, works every time. Now I say funny little videos, but they've received over 500 million views. And as you'll soon hear, it's pretty big business. Bridget is also from New Zealand and she absolutely loves this bloke. So Jordan and I arranged a time, connected to Skype and had a chat. We began by talking about his job title because, well, simply just having a Facebook account doesn't sound like a job title, right? When you meet someone new and they go, oh, so, you know, Jordan, what do you do with your time? Like, how do you answer that? Because it's not a traditional answer, right? I know, I know. And then there's people like me who say, oh, I'm a social influencer, but I'm not really one of them. I just say I make silly videos and put them on the internet. (laughs) Not not really a job title for it. Um, So, yeah, I just kind of wing it. I think I'd probably change it every time I meet someone, but... Yeah, do you do you sort of cringe? Like, I know what it means, and I like I know that it's sort of cool. But the term social media influencer does that make you cringe a little bit? Yeah, it does. It does. I've heard someone say, if you're calling yourself that, you probably aren't a social media influencer, and you're one of those people that think you are. But on on the uh, you know, if you're flying out of the country and you've got to fill in the little forms and it says what's your job, I say filmmaker. Ah, right. Yeah, and then there's no questions asked. They just go, okay, righto, done. Yeah. So is this is this actually a, a full-time job, sort of running the, the How to Dad, kind of all the different platforms? It is. It just geared up, geared up and got busier and busier. And now it's yeah, a full-time gig um, doing uh, new how-to, which we've always done every Monday. Um, we've got into making like a, a once-a-week behind-the-scenes kind of vlog um, onto anything interesting. Um, and then we do a lot of work with brands. Um, that's kind of what kicked us off is a lot of brands once you have a few videos go viral everyone wants to work with you so we had to reach out and find an agent to help us out because we didn't know anything about that kind of stuff and uh, then we get um, some book deals and um, a web series was made and yeah we're just trying to do as much as we can with it. So what did you do before this did you were you kind of editing videos and making other sort of stuff or were you a tradie yeah, I, or what was the what was the deal? I studied up here in Auckland in New Zealand um, a year of film and TV production, yep. not knowing what I wanted to do. And then I was working behind the scenes in TV um, and then all of those kind of little behind the scenes skills, I think, helped once one video kicked off and I kind of knew a little bit about how to point a camera and how to edit stuff together. So it's kind of just the, a perfect storm of my skills came together to just become a stupid viral guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is awesome though because I think, and I don't know, you you tell me, a lot of people just watch it, have a laugh and assume that a two-minute video takes two minutes to make and maybe don't, you know, you know how much time it takes to edit and set it up and does it look right and is it is it lit and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Do, how much time does it take to make a 90-second, two-minute video? Yeah, it's not uh, – well, for, for me, um, I kind of get away because we always went with the – the kind of style that I just slapped the camera up because I kind of did. The very first one I made, there was no thought into it whatsoever. It was just for a friend and that yep. accidentally just went viral. And so we just stuck with that 
that kind of theme of just never worrying too much about the shot. If it, we don't even use lights, I just try and make sure it's it's looking okay, but we don't overstress. Over and yep. when you're filming with kids, you've probably got like a half an hour golden, 30 minutes of golden hour with yeah. the kids. <laughs> you know, they, they've just woken up from a, a, a midday nap. Their bellies are full and go. go. Um, because, you know, then all of a sudden they'll just wander off and not be interested at all. And, you know, all right, we'll try again tomorrow. But usually these kind of videos with the kids, yeah, definitely no more than, 30 minutes because otherwise they'll be over it. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of my podcasts is about, you know, am I ready to be a dad? And a lot of guys my age they, and, and actually girls as well, there's sort of this question of, oh, will having kids mean less time for my career? But is it fair to say that for you it was sort of the opposite? It sort of created one? Yeah, in a sense. I mean, um, I didn't, this stuff didn't kick off until my second daughter, my second child was five months old, so I was still just, uh, it didn't affect my normal career of just working in TV, Um, you just try and get your boss to be a bit more flexible, because there's those days you got to leave because they're sick, but yeah, you could say, yeah, it's kind of kicked stuff off for us, and we've kind of, we've grabbed the ball and run with it as much as we can, you know, there's, we didn't want to be a one-hit, well, I didn't want to be a one-hit wonder, I think I got this chance of one viral video that just went nuts and thought, hey, there has to be something else with this kind of... DIY rough dad stuff. So yeah. we've tried to do as much as we can with it, and now we've made it into a full time job as opposed to just having it land in our lap. What's the ratio of when someone comes up to you and goes, "Oh, Jordan, I got a great idea," that they're actually great ideas? <laughs> <laughs> I would say one in twenty would be a great <laughs> idea, but twenty of those people believe that it was a great idea. Cause yeah. that's all you can say to them. You got to be polite and be like, "Oh, that's an awesome idea, man." But yeah. It'd be, it would be one in 20, one in 20. Yeah, it's it's funny how when you make something look so easy that people don't appreciate it, I guess. They're going to go, oh, you just slap it together, no worries, you just do this, and you go, oh, okay, and and it doesn't always work out as easy. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's not that easy, especially because I, I do it all myself. Uh, my wife's usually on set somewhere, not, I, I say set, well, somewhere wherever we're filming, yeah. more child wrang- wrangling, but I'm setting up the camera myself and framing it and trying to, I used to have when I when I first started I had a vacuum a fancy vacuum cleaner where the the, the vacuum cleaner pole would stand up and that used yep. to be my stand in as me for for focus. So I'd put that <laughs> where I was gonna stand, I'd focus up on the vacuum cleaner, then move it out of the way and stand there and say, Yeah, g'day, welcome to this video. <laughs> but now I've got like a, a lightweight tripod thing that does that for me, so I'm moving up and Ooh, the someone's doing all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, watch out. At what age do you think your kids will realise or maybe it's already happened, how many people have watched them in the park or the kitchen? or like, Do they know what Dad's doing and what it means when you make a video? Yeah, they, well, they like to fight over who's in videos now. I'll say, oh, I'm going to do a video with Mila, and then my younger one now, I'll be in the video too. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't really... And then so you try to do videos with both of them, and then they like to fight in them. But uh, Mila's four and a half, and she's clicking on now, especially because we've got a book out, so they keep seeing it at places and going, look, our book. Oh, cool. Um, and, and now I kind of, Mila's at the age now that I say, hey, do you, look, I've finished putting this, making this video, and what Dad does now is I put it on the computer, and then it makes people laugh, and they love looking at the silly videos that we make, and you're trying to talk, you know, and, and you're, yeah, how yeah. every parent likes to read a children's book, and we think they're dumb, so we talk like that. Yeah. <laughs> and so I talk like that to her about the videos, and she's like, oh, yeah. But I don't think that that understands the numbers <laughs> that are watching us, but... I mean, there's people that, you know, there was that Daddy05 guy on YouTube, I don't know if you heard about him, but just 
this redneck YouTuber who just had to pull all his videos off because everyone just started hating on him for the stuff he was doing. I mean, we're yeah. doing very innocent, fun stuff. And I think the day yeah. that I'm trying to make them do stuff, it'll be the day that we kind of stop. But for now, it's just we come up with an idea and we just run around and have fun with it and try and make a video out of it without trying to make anyone do any acting or anything like that. I'm the goofball usually and the kids just have fun. Yeah, great. And and just on that, when you say, you know, that'll be the time to stop, is there uh, an end game or is there a kind of in the back of your mind you go, well, you know, one day they won't be kids anymore. Well, I guess, you know, as they grow up, there's different kind of <laughs> how-tos yeah, you need I'm to not- do. But have you thought about sort of where it's going? Yeah, on the on the serious note of it, it we, we do think about it weirdly, you know, I was a nobody, but now we get. I go outside and people recognise us and and yeah. kind of know who I am. And um, Mila, my four and a half year old, will be starting school soon, so we're thinking that we're probably going to start fading her out because I'd like her to go to the more that my profile rises, hers does as well. And yeah. I'd like her to be able to go to school and not have people kind of be like, "Oh, you're that girl." So we'll probably fade her out. And I've got you know, and keep on playing around with Alba as our toddler and bits and pieces, doing videos with her. Um, and the future game is I play around with doing little sketches that have just got me. So as a dad, little videos, we've yep. done a few that have been picked up by like Unilad and Lad Bible. So that's a good sign that I can actually do stuff without the kids. So mm-hmm. there's that stuff as well. And um, we've got a few TV show ideas underway with production companies that are kind of me as well, which I can't say too much about. But yeah, we're always looking. I'm always investigating different different sides to it. So it's not just me trying to do videos with awkward teenagers when they're 15. <laughs> yeah, or dad, not a kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, what happens when, because see, I'm, I'm at this point with my girlfriend now where she's been in a couple of videos that I've done that have been branded videos and she's sort of figured out that, oh, well, if Ryan, if I'm in half the video, then I'll be taking half the money. And obviously it's a bit of a joke because, you know, we live together, it's all our money sort of thing. But do you think there'll be a time when your kids might just go, hey, dad, um, <laughs> since we're in half these videos, are we cut cuffing a slice of this or what? <laughs> maybe, maybe. They do both have bank accounts, but yeah. for us, our biggest thing is that the biggest thing that we can give to our kids is buying a house. I mean, we don't own a house yet, so we want to be able to, we're getting closer and closer. We want to be able to buy a house and then by the time that comes that mum and dad are moving out of that or moving on, then it's going to be the kids and that's a bloody good investment for them to have. But they've both got accounts as well and they they get a little chunk. So I think between a house and then their accounts, once they hit 20, they should be happy enough. Yeah. But hey, <laughs> who knows? There could be a rebellious kid trying to take me to court, but hey, it was all in good fun. So. Yeah, oh, that sounds cool. And it's it's nice to hear that you have thought about it. Like you mentioned before, that kind of redneck guy, it seemed like he didn't quite have the the best intentions at heart. So it's cool that you've oh, thought no, about yeah, it. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we definitely do. And um, you, you always, like, I'll call myself up. But even if I write a video, I'm like, oh, this is a really fun one. And I've come up with an idea. And then I'll be like, oh, no, they, my kids don't even do this kind of stuff. So yeah. I'll scrap it straight away. Like, yeah, it could be a great video, but... If it doesn't work in naturally and all of a sudden I'm trying to force my kids to do something, then it's just weird. I'm talking to Jordan Watson, a.k.a. the How to Dad Guy, who's received over 500 million views on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And you can check him out by searching How to Dad on any of those platforms. I asked Jordan, what's his favourite part about being a dad? I think, uh, I mean, you can go, people can go so cheesy with this answer, but for me... So the, the truth is that it's an excuse for someone like me just to keep being a big goofball. Um, even yep. if I wasn't making how to dad stuff, I've always been quite a, a goofy, immature kind of, always just looking to have fun. Um, and, and I think that's a great excuse for dads is that, you know, while they're young, 
be an embarrassment because there's going to be that day where they're 11, 12, and they're going to turn to you and go, oh, what are you doing? That's dad, still for dad, so you're embarrassing me. So so for now, just keep being a douche because they love it. Every <laughs> bloody stupid thing you do, uncool thing you do is the coolest thing that they've ever seen. So it's good fun. Your wife will be rolling their eyes. Yeah. Um, was there one thing in particular that you were a bit nervous or scared or unsure about before the birth of your first kid? Not really. I know. I don't. I don't know why, but I think it's because I've always wanted to have kids. So. I wasn't kind of this. It's not like my my partner was saying to me, "Hey, I'd love to have kids," and I was that guy who's like, "Oh shit, I don't want to do this." So <laughs> that's I, that's I me really right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wasn't really too nervous about anything. I think the the thing is when you you know you first hold them, you don't want to drop them or anything. But you know, you you held bloody puppies as a kid and and animals. They're they're just the same. They're, they're, they're hardier than animals, so they're just a ball of rubber. You can't really stuff it up. <laughs> yeah, cool. So because you were really excited and obviously maybe not as, as scared or nervous, but is there some parts of it the, that are a little bit sort of harder or tougher than you thought it might have been? Oh, yeah. When, when they're first born, the, the amount of sleep that you lose is like, wow, geez. And how and how loud. You just look at it. You know, how are you making this much noise? <laughs> when they decide to turn on the on the lungs, it is insane. For some reason, they like to breathe. Babies breathe really weirdly. All babies do. Yeah. Um, and they'll be breathing. And then all of a sudden, they'll just stop for like 10 seconds and then just carry on. And you're like, geez, you give me a heart attack. You little... <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, there's there's a lot, of, a lot of dads who just spend the night with one ear up right next to the cot because the, they like to breathe in really weird patterns. <laughs> is that the one thing you wish you knew before you first was born or is there some other practical advice that you wish you knew? So a lot of dads, you shower your kid, a shower a newborn is quite easy because you can just hold them instead yep. of having to run a bath every time. Yep. Don't wash yourself first and then have the baby handed to you because you've still got a little bit of soap residue on you and that baby is very slippery. <laughs> and then you, I haven't dropped, I haven't dropped my kid, but there's been a few times where you've forgotten, you've gone to grab the baby, and you're like, like you're fumbling a rugby ball. So that's <laughs> one tip I pass on to myself. Yeah, and also just pretend with the, pretend you haven't heard the baby crying, and hopefully your partner just gets up there in the middle of the night. <laughs> Can you hear that? Nah, more. nah, nah. What? Yeah. So I well, that. I didn't hear anything yeah. last night. Sorry, washes up ten times. Oh no, I didn't hear. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and if you were to give any advice to sort of young guys like myself, and I, I guess it is the stereotype that the girl in a relationship might be a bit more let's have kids and the guy always a bit not against it but just a bit more nervous and a bit more oh let's just wait and maybe next year or you know whatever it is is there any advice you'd give to people like me i'm from like a small rural town where as soon as people got out of school you kind of got married and you had kids so like my parents were both very young yeah and uh, compared to my friends and once me and my partner moved up to the big smoke we were quite young parents and so i'd say do it I say do it sooner than later. You don't want to be this dad who's, no offense, okay, I know there's older dads, yeah, you don't want to be this dad who's 60 and you're trying to keep up with your 10-year-old running around the field and, you know, you've got a dodgy knee and your ticket's a bit rough. So I'd I say get, get into it. I mean, once you have a kid, there'll probably be someone that says yes, you're, but no, you'd never, ever regret it. Once you have a kid, it's awesome. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's this whole new world and you do wonder, like, what did I do with all my spare time? Because now you're just full of being a goofball, trying to have fun, and, and everything just goes to them, and that's all you kind of care about. So, 
do it. Just do it. All right. If you want to check out any of your videos, Jordan, uh, YouTube, just type in How to Dad, Facebook, How to Dad. Where's the best? Which is giving you the best commissions? Where should we send people to buy the book? In Australia, you can get it through Booktopia, and I can't say this right because I'm a New Zealander. Yep. I think it's Dimex? Dimex? Dimex. 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 Yeah, head into Demix, guys, and the books in there are only about 20 bucks, $20. <laughs> that was Jordan Watson, a.k.a. the How to Dad Guy. Thank you very much, Jordan, for being part of this episode and a little bit of the last one as well. If you want to check him out, as we said in the interview, just type in How to Dad into YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere. He's a really funny guy, and I really thank him for giving me so much of his time. I can only imagine how many requests he's getting in his inbox. Thank you very much to Brody Green for helping with the edit of this interview as well and for being a great part of the whole series as well. Lots of people have been complimenting me on my editing, and whilst I'd love to say, yep, I've done it all, I'm a hero, I've definitely had a lot of help with Brode, so thank you very much for that, mate. We'll chat to you next time. 